What's up, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of Dual Sense Gaming, a PS5 podcast. I'm Elijah from the channel Saint X Elijah on YouTube. If you don't follow me on there, definitely come check the channel out. This is a podcast all about the PlayStation 5. I'm going to talk about the games I've been playing. Then I'm going to talk about the news, and then I'm going to pick a topic every week and talk about that topic. This topic is upcoming PS5 games with announced release dates that I'm most excited about. So, hope you guys enjoy. Let me know on YouTube, do you want to see a webcam or do you want to see gameplay? I'm choosing gameplay for this one as I think the webcam would be a little weak, but let's Hop right in and start with the games I've been playing. So, most recently I've been playing Man Eater, which is a PS Plus game about being a shark. And I originally thought this was just going to be another joke game, like Goat Simulator. But it's actually really fun, and it's a full-pledged game. It's not just stupid trash <laughs> no offense to goat simulator I, I had fun with that game too but it was pretty trashy uh man eater is full pledged there's upgrades there's new abilities there's tons of locations it's open world there's a whole story it's pretty crazy and i actually platinum the game so that shows how much i enjoyed it i guess my 62nd Platinum, I believe. Let me know if you guys want to hear me talk more about trophies. I am kind of a trophy hunter, though I'm off and on. Sometimes I'll get a lot of trophies, and then sometimes I just won't care. It really depends on how easy the Platinum is, because if it's way too hard, I don't care. And if it's way too easy, I also don't really care. Sanky game I've been playing, a PS4 game, so I won't talk about it very much on here. Totally reliable delivery service. If you want to see more of that, that's on my YouTube channel. It's like Human Fall Flat, but it's open world. And then I actually got a code for Planet Coaster, which is like Roller Coaster Tycoon, but it's so advanced. And I only played it for about an hour so far. I've just started that, and I just hopped into the sandbox mode, testing things out. And that game is extremely deep. You can make your own scenery around a roller coaster. So you can make like a whole themed roller coaster. It's crazy. I'll have to play more of that so I can give more opinions on that. But so far, it seems to control fine. I think I'm going to switch to the campaign mode because I'm not an expert on the game and I don't really know how to play it. So. It seems fun so far, but we'll see how deep I get into that because I'm not really that big into sim games. The final game I've been playing this week is Resident Evil Maiden. And that's actually just a demo for Resident Evil Village. You probably already know this is pretty big. But I thought the game was really cool. I think the dungeon... It starts off looking just like any other PlayStation 4 game, but the more you get into it and as you go upstairs into the actual house, the more next-gen it looks. And this game really does look next-gen, which I think is why they chose to only put the demo out on PS5. If you're a PS5 owner, 
This demo is only 30 minutes. I definitely suggest it. Check out what the PS5 can do because I feel like there's not really any game that shows what the PS5 can do. Sackboy's not really amazing graphically. Even Astrobot isn't really there, even though I think Astrobot's the best showcase for the PS5 as of right now. And Demon Souls is just a remaster. It looks good, but it doesn't look next gen. I don't even think Miles Morales looks next gen. And that's a uh, that's still a PS4 game. There's really not many PS5 exclusives, and I think this game definitely is one you should download just to see. Okay, what can my PS5 do graphically? Because I really don't think any of these other games even come close to what Resident Evil Maiden does. But let me know what you think. Maybe you think differently. That's all the games I've been playing. I am going to start Borderlands 3. I've also been playing a lot of Tim Tim. Tim Tim is like a Pokemon MMO and that's actually crossplay with the PC. That's coming out to last gen sometime this year, but right now it's a PS5, PC exclusive thing. I don't know if it's on the Xbox Series X. I don't really know anything about the Xbox Series X, but Tim Tim's a lot of fun. If you're a Pokemon fan and you feel like Pokemon has never evolved, then I think Tim Tim is for you because it's massively multiplayer. The whole game's co-op. There's a whole new system, uh, every battle is 2v2, there's a competitive scene where you get ranked similar to a Rocket League or an Overwatch or something like that, League of Legends. So I definitely suggest Tim Tim, that's probably my biggest suggestion of any of these games I've mentioned. Tim Tim is a lot of fun, especially if you like Pokemon but you feel a little, I don't want to say betrayed, but disappointed maybe in how Pokemon just is the same game over and over and over again. Tim Tim takes that Pokemon uh, play. What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. It takes the Pokemon templates and evolves it in almost every way. And I think that's something special. And I can't wait to see more games do that. I think we're going to get a lot on PS5. So let's hop into the news, guys. Lots of news this week. I started late. Usually I'm going to just be doing news uh, from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I guess, because I'll be uploading the podcast every Thursday, though this one's going up on a Monday and there's like all this news that... Obviously, this is the first episode, so what's the beginning of where I start covering news and what's the end? I don't know, but the first news that I want to put out there is obviously the new games with Plus have been announced. Next month's PlayStation Plus lineup is all about creativity. Dazzle the crowds with the creative chaos as you run, ram, and slam in the vehicle combat of Destruction All-Stars. <coughs> Excuse me. First episode, guys. I'm sorry. Showcase your artistic side with some magical portraiture in Concrete Genie and get inventive with supernatural abilities in order to save your skin in control. I actually copied and pasted that paragraph from 
uh, PlayStation blog, definitely check out the PlayStation blog. I think probably most of you have already, but my opinion on these three games, I already own Control. I don't really get it. I was hoping it would be like Resident Evil mixed with like a little Super Power-esque game, but I was just very confused by the story. Maybe I should try and play it again. I also got lost really easily. But I know this game's at 82 on Metacritic, so it is a good game. I just don't get it. And that's kind of sad. Concrete Genie, I played a little bit of, but I never really felt attached to it. This is a game I would like to go back to, so I might actually play that as it's free this month, even though I already own it, so it's kind of like... I could have played it at any time, but right now it's kind of a dead zone on PS5, for me at least. I can't think of any games that have recently come out that really call my attention. I'm just playing the PS Plus game, so Concrete Genie will definitely be on my list. It is a PlayStation 4 exclusive, so I'm pretty excited about that. And then of course the PS5 game, which I definitely will be playing. Uh, what's it called? Destruction All-Stars. The game doesn't look great to me. It looks kind of gimmicky, but I think now's the perfect time to release the game because there isn't that many PS5 games, and this is a PS5 exclusive, so you'll only be playing with other PS5 users. You can make friends. Perfect game for making friends. As long as there's game chat, I'll definitely be playing with my mic on, talking to people, and hopefully having a good time. I don't know a lot about this game other than what I've seen in the trailers. And it just kind of looks like a vehicle combat game. Which is what it is to my understanding. But I will definitely be covering this more in next week's episode as I will be playing it. Maybe I'll do a video on it. First impressions. And I don't have any friends who have a PS5. I have a lot of friends who want one but can't get one. So I'll be playing solo, and I guess I'll share my solo experience with you guys. The next news, Resident Evil news. Tons of Resident Evil news this week with the Resident Evil showcase. They showed off a lot of Resident Evil Village. It got a release date of May 7th, 2021. Very excited about this. Definitely will be playing this on my channel. I loved Resident Evil 7, so I'm sure I'll love Resident Evil 8. Did not like Resident Evil 6. There's a hot take for you. Loved Resident Evil 5, though. That, that's actually a hot take. Some people don't like that game. And with the uh, Resident Evil Village, you'll actually get a second game that completely for free. Resident Evil Reverse. It's an online multiplayer game. And... A new Resident Evil Village demo came out as well called Resident Evil Maiden. So the Resident Evil Reverse does not look good to me. I will be playing it. I'll try it out. But I've played Resident Evil online experiences before. I'm talking PvP. And I've never liked them at all. There was that... I've, there's so many Resident Evil online. There was that Raccoon City one. It was terrible. There was that... I don't even remember what the last one was called. Operation something. Maybe that's the same game I'm talking about. But 
both of those awful Resident Evil 5's multiplayer versus mode or I don't even remember what it was called that was awful and I liked Resident Evil 5's co-op but Resident Evil 6 co-op I think is awful so I can't imagine this is going to be good but maybe it is I will try it and maybe I'll do my first impressions but I doubt I do a review or anything on that because it just doesn't look good to me and that's sad I would rather get something co-op but they want to do PvP. I don't know why. I don't understand why they keep pushing PvP on us. But they do. The Resident Evil Maiden demo is of course the 30 minute demo I was talking about earlier. There's no combat at all. It's just showcasing a little bit of the story. With uh, the graphics of course. It's really just a graphics showcase. And I'm sure there's a lot of easter eggs that you could find in it. I know the Resident Evil 7 demo was jam-packed. I think the Resident Evil 7 demo was a lot better than this one. It was harder to solve the puzzles and it just seemed more in-depth while this one's really more of a just graphical showcase. I assume the same area will be playable in the full game and this is just you walking through it solving very incredibly simple tasks and meeting the main villain but it's definitely something i'd suggest as there's not that much stuff on ps5 anyways so might as well download this it's 30 minutes check out the graphics it's cool returnal is delayed from march to april 30th which is the same day as pokemon snap 2 which is a Nintendo game, but I wanted to say that because I am excited about Pokemon Snap 2, and it sucks that these games are coming out on the same day, but we'll get to see some direct competition. Returnal is a weird game. I don't know how to feel about it. It looks like a $30 game to me, but it's priced as $70. I have a lot of faith in Housemark. They used to be one of my favorite studios. I think they made a few mistakes on PS4, but did Nation, Super Stardust, Rezogun, I mean, they were hitting, hit, hit, hit. Even Alienation I liked. I know not everyone liked that one, but I loved Alienation. And then they started coming out with some other stuff, which I didn't care for at all. So Returnal is kind of a return in my opinion from them and hopefully it will be and hopefully it'll be a good game it's seventy dollars so i assume they put a lot of content in there it's going to be their biggest game i hope as you know their previous games were thirty dollars and less so i'm excited for returnal but i'm skeptical i'm going to get it day one i'm going to do videos on it and i'm excited for it but $70 seems like a big price tag for that game. We will see. I feel like right now you could charge whatever you want and people would buy a PS5 game just because it's a PS5 game. But it is one that I'm excited for. I'm just a little on edge about it. Next news story, the PS5 PlayStation Store gets a deal section. That's right, boys. You can see what games are on sale now. 
isn't that exciting for all of us. I don't know why the PS5 store is missing so many features. I like that it loads so fast, but like even when I click PS5 new games, they're not ordered the newest game on top or anything. I just have to scroll and I have everything memorized. And I just know, oh, this is new. No, I'm not seeing this. What is Warhammer Chaos Dwarves? What is this? So hopefully they fix that soon. I'd like to see a better news, new game section than a deals section, but we got deals. So that's something. They're working on stuff, I guess. Uh, last big news story I have, MLB The Show is no longer an exclusive, even though it's made by Sony. I know this. Sony... Oh, I knew this at one point. I don't really care about baseball. Let me look it up. I'm gonna look it up, guys. Oh, God. Now you guys think I'm an idiot. Sony. MLB The Show. Can you hear me typing, guys? Okay, it's made by San Diego. Sony San Diego. I knew that. I knew that, guys. I just couldn't think of it. So, Sony San Diego is going to be the first PlayStation Studio to make a game on Xbox. If you haven't seen the Xbox cover art, it has the PlayStation logo on it. And the reason they're making it for Xbox is because MLB threatened to take the license away. Unless it was on more consoles, because obviously they'll make more money. And I think that's great for Xbox users. And... It's going to be interesting to see if Sony sees like a big profit in this. Maybe more games will come to Xbox later. Maybe not day and day releases, but kind of like how Cuphead came to PlayStation like a year after it came to Xbox. Maybe we'll see more timed exclusive stuff like that. I think that would be interesting, but... Uh, yeah, we'll see. I don't really know what Xbox is doing over there. I think they've made a lot of bad plays. I think they bought a lot of studios, which means they are going to have a lot of games coming out, and they're going to be hits. I have no doubt about that. But I just feel like they're all available on PC, so I'd rather get a real good PC over an Xbox. And I would suggest that to everyone else too. I think there's no reason to buy an Xbox uh, Series X. I think it's a terrible name too. But this is a PlayStation podcast, guys. Let's stick to PlayStation. Some smaller news for you guys. Just some PS5 news that I didn't really think was worth talking a lot about. But maybe you guys care enough to know. Ballin the Wonderful gets a demo. It is out now. It is a PS5, PS4 game. It's like a 3D platformer. Doesn't really look very unique to me, but check that out if you're looking for more PS5 games to play. Mobile Suit Gundam Battle Operation 2 launches on PS5. It's already out. Check it out. I think it's a free-to-play game. I've never played it. I'm not too big into free-to-play. Sonic the Hedgehog dashes into Puyo Puyo Tetris 2 today in a free update. Whatever that means. I don't know what that means, guys, but please get excited about that. 
The latest Worms Rumble update adds a Team Deathmatch mode, which I think should have been in the game from the beginning. I think Worms Rumble is not a very great game. I had high hopes for it, but I think it got old really fast. I thought it was going to be the next human... No, what's it called? Fall Guys. But it was not. That game did not last for me. Maybe you guys are still playing it. Well, let me know. New Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War Zombies map Firebase Z will be free if you own Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. And that's coming out February 4th. I'm actually very excited about this. I don't like the current Call of Duty Zombies map. And this one looks a lot better. And I'm hoping it is. And it's free. So why not if you have Call of Duty, which I think probably a lot of people do. As it's one of the only games on PS5. And I think it's... Uh, it's a fun game, and I'm very excited for the new map. So I'll definitely be playing that and probably doing a first impressions type thing on that. Hopefully it's better than the map they currently have, because I do not like that map. EA establishes a new studio to make the next skate game. I think this is huge news. I think this is exciting. I haven't heard anyone else talk about this, but uh, skate is a fun game Tony Hawk's bringing it back and Skate's gonna compete and I think competition is good and I think Skate has potential to be better than Tony Hawk but we will see I'll be very excited about this game especially if they bring back multiplayer and open world areas and all that I think that would be really cool though I feel like Skate it's kinda like an outdated thing like I feel like Skate should just be a feature in a GTA type game if that makes sense to you guys But maybe it's more complicated than that. Maybe it's hard to get all these skating Moves and get them perfected and you need a whole team to do that. So I'll be interested to see the game if it's a full $60 game I'm sure it will be if it'll be $70 on next gen and uh, when that comes out I do not know but I'll be excited and keeping my eye out for the next skate game. Last small news story. The Lord of the Rings Golem. That's right. The game all about Golem from The Lord of the Rings is pushed back. 2022 is going to be the release date as of now. I assume I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb, guys, and say it's going to be pushed even farther. But maybe it'll come out in 2022. I'm excited for this game because I like Lord of the Rings and I think Golem's an interesting character but I'm also confused on how you make a game about Golem but it could be really cool a story driven Lord of the Rings game that doesn't follow the actual movies it follows Golem that would be very exciting to me so we'll have to wait and see more I don't think there's any gameplay footage or anything about this game but potentially this could be a really cool game in my opinion okay we got some upcoming games that we know are coming out in february i wrote all these down for you guys there's no really great place to find upcoming games so trying to figure trying to look them all up Destruction All-Stars, of course, coming out February 2nd, as well as Control Ultimate Edition, both free with plus. Werewolf The Apocalypse Earthblood comes out February 4th. 
Neo 1 and 2 Remastered, as well as the collection that comes with both of them, comes out on February 5th. That's pretty exciting. And Arog, I believe is how you pronounce it, A-R-R-O-G, comes out February 5th, which is like a more little indie game. So those are all the upcoming games, at least that I know about, for the first week of February. I really don't know a great place to look for where they are coming out. I use Push Square and Metacritic to find this list. Push Square, great website. Definitely, if you're a PS5 fan, check out Push Square. Really cool news website for PS5. So the topic today... Gonna hop right on in. I don't know how long we're gonna talk about it, but I also don't know how long this podcast is gonna be. It would be a lot longer if I had someone to talk with, but I don't know anyone who has a PS5, so it's just me and me alone. The topic is upcoming PS5 games with announced release dates that I'm most excited for. I got one for March, I got one for April, I got one for May, and I got one for June. I do not have one for February. No February game is really speaking to me. I guess maybe the werewolf game could be cool, but I'm just not interested. Let me know if you guys are. Maybe one of you guys could tell me about it if it's worth buying. I'll definitely check out the reviews, but I don't think it's really a game for me. So in March, the first game that comes out, March 26th, first game I'm pretty excited for, It Takes Two, which is by the developers of A Way Out. It is a co-op whimsical game. It looks like a lot of fun. I definitely suggest checking out the trailer. It looks like a 3D platformer. And it's all about working together with your special someone and fixing your relationship. I think it looks a lot of fun, and I think it's definitely a a game, if you have a relationship, to play with your special someone. I think it's going to be a special, unique game, and not many games are going to be like this one. Very excited. Definitely suggest checking out the trailer. It tells you a lot about the game. But it looks like there's going to be 2D sections, 3D sections, riding sections, mini games, all that stuff that you'd expect in a classic 3D platformer. So I'm very excited, unbelievably excited for this one. And I don't know that much about it. And I'd like to kind of keep it that way. I like to just look at trailers for games and then decide, okay, does this look like something I want? And I played a way out, never completed it, thought it was okay, maybe a 6 out of 10 type experience, but I felt like it wasn't nearly as good as an Until Dawn or even the anthology series by the same developers like Man of Medan. So we'll see how they do. I think they have a kind of a hit or miss record, and this is published by EA, which kind of worries me because I do not like EA, but I feel like this game has a lot of potential. We'll see if it reaches its potential, and it's definitely one that I will be fully playing on my channel, maybe as a YouTube series probably, and with Becca, and I'll do a review and a first impressions and all that stuff on that 
Very excited. Next game coming out, of course, Returnal. I already talked about this. Returnal comes out April 30th. Big April game. Most of these games come out at the end of the month, so it's kind of like these are the games that are going to be played in the upcoming month. But April 30th. Very excited. As I said, little skeptical because it is a $70 game, which seems like a lot of money for the game. But this game looks like a, a full, thrushed-out, rogue-type game. Like The Binding of Isaac or something like that. And I love The Binding of Isaac, and I love Enter the Gungeon, and I love all that stuff. So, playing a full game like that really does attract me. And it looks really cool, and I think it's going to be unique. And I've watched a couple videos and heard the developers talk about it. And they said they wanted to make something completely different. Like, even the main character is an older woman, which you'd never see in a video game. So... Even from that view of that's what they were thinking, I'm very excited about the game. And I was hoping it was going to be co-op. It seems like maybe it's not. It seems like it's going to lean toward horror. And I think if, it, if it's going to be horror-based, it's probably a good thing it's not co-op. Because you can't do horror in co-op. Unless it's maybe like an Until Dawn type situation. I think those games are still pretty scary because of jump scares and tension and stuff. But as like a game where you have full control, I just don't think you can do horror. Because you and your friend are probably just messing around. And you don't even, you're not caught up in it like you can be in a single player horror. So... I'm excited for the game, but we'll see how it comes, how it turns out in April. Next game, Resident Evil, May 7th, Resident Evil 8, The Village. All about a village starring Chris Redfield. Looks like they completely redid Chris Redfield. I think this is going to be cool because it's going to link the new Resident Evil 7 with the old Resident Evil 6, 5, all that stuff. And I felt like Resident Evil 7 didn't really feel like a Resident Evil game because it didn't have any of the same characters, which is fine. The game was great. I loved Resident Evil 7 more than most Resident Evil games, so it doesn't necessarily need to link, but... I do feel like this one is going to push more Resident Evil themes like being about a town similar to Resident Evil 4 I felt had a really cool atmosphere and I think it's going to be the same here instead of like a swampy old house in the woods which doesn't really link to anything it was its own standalone thing even though I believe Chris did come down at the end of that game but I think Resident Evil Village is a continuation to Resident Evil 7 if you haven't played Resident Evil 7 I definitely suggest doing so especially via PSVR my favorite PSVR game I doubt Resident Evil Village will be playable in VR because that's just too much money and I can't imagine they're making that money back to uh, port the game to a whole nother console of PSVR where there's just not that many people playing it and everyone who has a PSVR requires a PS4 and a PS5 so it's not like you're selling to a wider audience in 
theory, so I don't think it'll be on PSVR, but honestly, that's okay. I would like it to be on PSVR, that's where I'd like to play it, but if it's not, I'll just play it first person, I'll still play it, I'm very excited. A PS5 game with next-gen looking graphics, I don't know how they're doing a PS4, PS5 port, I wish they were just doing PS5, I'm... I know they gotta make PS4 games, I know most people don't have a PS5, but I just want exclusives that push the new console, that show me what the new console can do, because I remember in the beginning of PS4, a lot of games just looked like PS3 games, and that's because they were still under the same limits, and I'm very excited for PS5 to get their own games, and you know, for us to see what the PS5 can do, and similar ways that we saw the PS4 was actually capable of making much greater games than PS3, even though it didn't look like it in the beginning, I think it's going to be the same with the PS5, and I hope Resident Evil doesn't get, uh, doesn't get disappointing when you look at it and see oh it just looks like a ps4 game it doesn't really have any next-gen qualities to it next game of course back for blood i am so freaking hyped about this i'm so excited back for blood four player co-op zombie game made by the people who made left 4 dead 1 left 4 dead 2 and evolve and I love Left 4 Dead, that was my favorite Xbox exclusive, I played that game all the time, all the time, especially the first one, thought the second one got a little too complicated, I think this game has potential to be great, if, big if, if they update the game, the game's mechanics and the gameplay and just the way the game feels to a more modern audience. I think Leffer did, if it came out today, it would feel empty. And I hope this game does not feel empty. I hope they have customization and upgrades and maybe even a battle pass. And, you know, I'm not a big fan of the battle pass, especially if you have to pay for it. But I want to play and be rewarded i want to be able to maybe upgrade my guns put attachments on get better i want more variants in the maps a ranking system i think would be really cool where you play versus and you get ranked to gold silver bronze depending on how you do so you, you can keep getting better and maybe there could even be like a little esports part of the game i think this game has so much ridiculous potential adding more boss zombies boss zombies are gonna be a thing just like evolve had giant evolve monsters um back for blood will have giant zombie bosses and adding a dlc hopefully free please make all the dlc free adding more maps more zombie bosses more battle passes more cosmetics making your characters customizable unlocking stuff leveling up all this stuff i think is needed for this game to feel like it belongs in 2021 and i'm worried that they're just going to put out left for dead 3 and it's not gonna have any of that stuff and it's just gonna be you know a game that was great 10 years ago or more i don't know when left 4 dead came out i was pretty young i'm 25 now but 
I, I just hope. I think this game has more potential than any other online game, and I think it could easily be messed up. And I think Evolve they messed up on big time, so... Please, 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 Turtle Rock Studios, update your game. Make it for a 2021 audience. That's pretty much all I got for the first podcast. I was hoping to maybe get this podcast to 40 minutes. I'm a little under that, but hey, it's episode one. What are you going to do? I decided, I think I told you this in the beginning, I decided to put gameplay in the background instead of webcam, but let me know, would you like webcam or would you like gameplay for YouTube? I also don't know if this will be up on Apple and Spotify and all that stuff for episode one, but I will definitely be working on that for episode two, and hopefully I can still get it up even if it's a little delayed episode one. Hope you guys enjoyed. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, all that stuff on YouTube. Leave your feedback on the other uh, podcast platforms once the podcast gets up on there. And let me know future topics you'd like to see me cover. Suggest PS5 games for me. I'm going to be starting Borderlands 3 this week. I'm going to be playing more Planet Coaster. I'm going to be playing a lot of stuff to make sure I'm playing PS5 games for this podcast so I can talk more about them and have a lot to say. Hope you guys enjoyed, and I will catch you next week, Thursdays. I will upload these on Thursdays. This one's coming out Monday, but usually it will be a Thursday thing. Until then, I hope you guys are enjoying your PS5 as much as I am. Hope your friends can get one soon. I hope everyone can get a PS5 soon, but until they can, thank you for listening, and I'll see you guys next week. Goodbye.